Welcome to We Wine Podcast. We're your hosts, Maritza and Melinda. Hey guys, Happy New Year again. I hope you guys listened to our last episode where we talked about our words. Um, we're excited, super excited. We got a very cool guest today. Um, yeah. So our guest is also with us on Google Meets. Yes, so we're virtual right now. We're virtual. <laughs> so if you hear a little delay, um, you know, um, you know, just bear with us. Yes, we're excited. <laughs> I am very excited. So uh, guys, her name is Tracy Salah, and um, I'm going to let her actually just take over just to introduce herself and her story, and uh, then we'll kick into it. Go ahead. Well, hey, everyone. Thank you guys so much for inviting me. I'm honored to be here. This is actually my first time being on a podcast, so I'm, like, so excited right now. But, of course, my name is Tracy Salah. I'm 21 years old. I'm a child guy. I'm married. And, you know, I create content just to inspire and encourage other um, individuals and other Christians and just people in general um, to really begin with my story, a lot of people actually don't know this about me, but I was actually, I wasn't born a Christian. Um, I grew up in a household, a Haitian household, and we grew up seven-day Adventists. So um, a lot of people, I would tell them about their life, what is a seven-day Adventist? So they basically believe um, in the Sabbath, going to church on Saturday, like no jury, um, like only wearing skirts. So um, Saturday. So is like that like sim- similar to Pentecostal? Pentecostal. Yeah, similar to Pentecostal a little bit. Um, like Saturdays, like we couldn't do anything, just go to church and like basically stay home. We couldn't like work or anything like that. And um, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't feel close to God. Like I felt like I was like forced into it. You know, like your parents they would like force you to go to church. Yeah. But I'm like have my own like relationship with the Lord. So um, I would say when I was about like 16, 17 years old, um, you know, you're like a teenager. So, you know, you're living in the world and, um, you know, you're just doing all types of things. Yeah, I think we've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a teenager now myself. So I know it's, it's, uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's a tough one. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, you know, drinking, partying, but I knew that, like, for some reason, I didn't feel fulfilled, like, doing all of that, and I just wanted to seek after God so much more, mm. and I remember, um, I would say when I was about, like, 18, I was in a very toxic, like, relationship, and I would say, like, that relationship led me to God, because I was, like, I remember one day, I was, like, crying out, because I was, like, God, like, I need help, like, this relationship is so toxic, because, I was loving someone more than myself and I was mm. idolizing the person because I was putting them before God and I didn't hear God. I didn't feel God. Like I just felt so lonely. So, you know, one day I just called out to God and I just started like praying to him. And then, um, I started like being on TikTok and just, you know, making videos, um, talking about God and someone actually invited me to like their, Bible study group, and it was like an online, um, you know, like iMessage. Yeah. So, it was a, yeah, it was an iMessage by um Bible study group, and it was just all types of like young teenagers, just on fire for God, or just beginning to you know believe in God, and we were all just encouraging each other, um, reading Bible scriptures, 
And that's actually how I met my husband. And my husband, you know, got my husband and I, we got together. We were friends. And um, he would help me. I'd be like, I don't know how to pray. I don't know how to, like, hear from God. And he would, you know, help me. And then literally from there on, I just, like, you know, just my relationship with God just skyrocketed. And I think, like, what I really want to encourage women in general is, you know, especially with, like, marriage is, um, you know, don't love a man more than God. You know, never, yeah, like, never put a man before God because it just, it just ends, like, in a role that leads to darkness. You're not hearing from God. God is not pleased because, you know, God, he wants to be in that position on that pedestal. And um, I really want to encourage people, like, it's okay to be young and believe in God. Like you're not lame. Like I promise you guys, you guys are not missing out on anything. Like having a relationship with God is just, it's the best thing ever. Yeah, I was going to ask a question too. I'm glad that you went back to that because I was like looking for a notepad to write down um, because I wanted to go back to that. I'm sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. But that's Mm -hmm. key because I think that um, when you said that your past relationship, you idolized Mm -hmm. the man. And I think that... I think that people, we, right, Mm -hmm. us humans, we idolize different things, whether that's our kid, our work, um, Social social media, Um, we Mm -hmm. idolize other things and we don't put God in the forefront and he wants to be the one and only he wants to be. And I'm glad you went back to that. Yeah, I actually, I'm glad you too, but I wanted to touch base too (laughs) that, you know, you said in that relationship, it was toxic, right? So just to help listeners who might be in that situation right now, Mm -hmm. um, what do you mean by like toxic? Like, how did you know that God was pulling at your heart telling you like, Hey, this is not for you. Yeah, so I would say we were, like, always arguing, um, like, fornicating, of course. And I'm going to be very transparent. So fornicating, we were, you know, he was, like, cheating on me. Mm. I became, like, very insecure, a lot of lying. And I'm like, I know this is not love. Like, I know, like, this is not how God loved his bride. And, like, like, this way, this is true love. Like, and that's what led me to God. Yeah, and, and with the cheating, I yeah. don't think that um, us, we realize how that also, the those insecurity. are soul ties. <laughs> yeah. Those are soul ties. So yeah. whoever they're um, cheating with, yeah. it's bringing that, that now spirit. to you, yeah. that spirit. And mm-hmm. that's why I think that also in the Christian world, you know, you save yourself, you know. Yeah. I it's Everybody's different it, to each his own, but I think that that's... Not that I think. I know that that's why God encourages that because of those things, those soul ties. And then, you know, when we're listening to a song, we remember that person. And now we're going back to that person. And we're thinking about the positive things in that relationship, forgetting all the bad Mm -hmm. things that happen. And so then that's how women and men, um, you know, get into that cycle and stay in that and, yeah. cycle. Cause then, and then also how you said, right, insecurity. So I feel like in those kind of situations when a woman feels insecure, she just mm-hmm. looks at the guy that she's with like, well, I guess I'm just, this is as good as I'm going to get, you know, versus what you said that you were like, you realize like this is not love. This is not how God would love his people. Like, you know, and it says it like yeah. God, God sees us and he loves us genuinely, right? So for you right. to be so young and feel that, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know, because that means yeah. that that was your first step of faith, believe it or not, right? Because you literally were yeah. like, I'm done. Like, I know I have more worth than this. That's it. You know, and that's powerful. Yeah. That's powerful. I think mm-hmm. also it goes back to, because my grandfather was a pastor as well in a Pentecostal mm-hmm. church. And it goes back to that old saying or that, you know, in the Bible, it says, you know, raise up your kids in, 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 in the word. In the word. And they'll, you know, they'll come back. And, and so you were raised in the word either way. If, if it was, mm-hmm. you know, the, a different religion than what you are in now, you still yeah. had that word. You had that foundation. And you have a praying grandparent, praying, yeah. praying parent, yeah. you know. And <laughs> yeah. that is crucial. Like when we have praying parents and praying, um, you know, people that pray for us that we don't even know, right? that are praying for us and and that's what brings us and that's the tug that, that we're is the feeling tug. and we don't know that right and it's so crazy have you guys ever seen that like quote on instagram where like it says my grandmother's prayers are what still yes. keeps me alive yes okay? yes. <laughs> yes it's so true i actually i think um in a group chat with my family i send them that like our our grandmother's prayers is what's yeah, it's our miracle. Like why we're here today. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why I was like, even though I kind of grew up in a different like religion from, you know, my faith now, I still think my mother, I still think like my parents and my family for raising me up because I could have grew up like that and maybe have like hated my parents mm. or, you know, hated, but, you know, because they raised me up the right way, I still was led to God you know, yeah. in the path of right. Amen. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, right? Cause I always say, um, even if at a young age, right, they plant a seed, God's mm-hmm. going to call you, right? It might not be the, the, what, the, the relationship that you seek at that moment. Right. Because I was so my story, I was raised Catholic. Right. And right. yeah. And I, so to me, it was just, all right, go to church, kneel, stand, you know, I didn't understand it. But when I moved to Puerto Rico and I was like at a dark, you know, part of my life too. I had gone overseas. I got injured. Um, it was just like my life pretty much was in a hole, right? I just felt lost. And like you said, that emptiness, like you're just looking for something. And I was in a relationship with my middle daughter's father. And I just remember Mm -hmm. like, I was like, this can't be it. And it was funny because his mom was a Christian. And I would see this woman like, oof, I'm fire for God, right? And she would invite me. And I'd be right. like, no, I'm good. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. Like, you know, and it wasn't until she passed away that I wow. felt, yep. So I, I always say, like, she must be dancing in heaven because her being after me is how I became Christian, you know? Right. And, I mean, that relationship mm-hmm. didn't work out. I'm still very good friends with him, you know, because he mm-hmm. left he left completely being Christian. And as I grew stronger in my faith, God was like, this is not for you. You know, right. and it's like, it's, it's insane because you just know, like you feel it. Like God is like, nope, come on. Like, it doesn't matter how you're raised. Yes. Like, he's like, I got cool. you. Let's go. Like, <laughs> right. pulling you. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So now you're at this church, you met your, your now husband. Yes. So tell us uh, like that process. Yeah. Yeah. How did, how did, like, how did you guys, how did you know from friendship that you were like, all right, this is, this is somebody I want to get to know. Mm-hmm. So at 19, so actually he lived in Georgia and I lived in Miami. So like our story is so crazy, but um, I fasted for like three days. 
And I'm like, God, if he's for me, you're going to tell me. Amen. So I did like water only fast. I don't know if you guys did a water only fast. It's like, it's hard. It's yeah, hard. You it get I did water fast it's for, hard. I think, like two days, a day. No, one day, one day. And, and that's hard. Yeah. I did it for one yeah. day. I did the Daniel yeah. fast before. But you know what? I like that you mentioned you fasted. Yeah. There is power. Power. There's so much yeah. power in that. Like fasting and praying for something. Yes. Letting Oof. something go. Oh, my like, hair's just stood up. Yes. There is <laughs> so much power in that. You get so much clarity and you just feel God so yeah. much more. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. We yeah, keep cutting yeah, you yeah, off. Yeah. We're like no, so no, excited. Because <laughs> you're like like denying your flesh and you're like your spirit man is like getting stronger. So um, after like I fasted, you know, he confirmed like, okay, this is your husband. So I actually like went after him because he, he reached out to me as friends, but he knew that I was like in a toxic relationship. So he kind of like stepped back and mm. I think doing that because he was just such a gentleman for doing that so you know i had to be the one like you know um i actually like you now because he's like you know i don't really know what you have going on and i don't want to interrupt it so um after i told him i was like you know i prayed and fasted and um you know i believe that you're my husband and i told him, i was like well if you say no i can't be your friend anymore because like <laughs> i don't believe it because we were supposed to be like best friends and I don't believe in like you liking your best friend so thankfully he was like you know I like you too and then we just started dating so we actually had like a long distance relationship wow. and then I actually yeah we flew out to see each other um and he was helping me like pray he was helping me would fast together we would pray together do wow. bible study together. and then we eventually got married at like I was 19. Mm -hmm. So how long did you guys do that before you got married? How many months or a year? Or... So I would say for like two months. Wow. So it was, it was quick. And now you've yeah, been married how, how many years? A year and a half now. Wow. I'm 21 now. Yeah, like a year and a half. August 20th. Wow. So it'll be two years. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, I just want to emphasize how you waited and prayed because somebody listening might be like, oh, my gosh, two months. How does she even know? But like, hello, let's listen. Married one a year and a half, almost two. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah. marriage is not easy. Doesn't matter how strong you are in God. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it is a different challenge. And I'm sure the first year was a test. Yeah. Like it's, they always say the first five years are the toughest, right? But it's more because you're getting to know each other, yeah. right? But the fact that your husband is also a man of God, you know, his, I mean, you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming his first reaction is to pray. Yeah. You see? <laughs> and then that is, I know this. <laughs> and that's what makes the difference because versus reacting in the flesh, he's a man of God, so he's going to let the spirit lead him. So not that you right. guys probably don't have arguments, but you do have arguments, but you guys are like, that's, that's the third person in the relationship is God, you know? And that's right. a powerful thing because it really does make a difference. You know, we had Absolutely. an episode where we talked about uneven yokes, you know? Yeah. So like your, your yoke is even, which means that that's mm -hmm. going to be strong and the enemy is more pissed. Let's be honest, right? The enemy is going to try to uh, damage what God's trying to do 
in more ways than mm -hmm. one and in ways that you guys don't even realize down the road, right? Because God has a plan, the devil has a plan, and it's almost like the enemy's gonna try in different angles throughout your marriage, right? Which means you and your husband have to continue strong in your faith, guiding one another, mm -hmm. and just getting to the finish line of what God has for you guys, you know? Right. So it's 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 beautiful. Your story is beautiful, and I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm very excited to see the journey. I am. Thank you. <laughs> So much I appreciate because um, uh, when I tell people about our faith, they're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like it strengthens their faith. Like you were that young and you guys just took a leap of faith like that, especially since it was like long distance. And now I'm noticing because my husband and I, we always say the only reason why this marriage is surviving is because of God. Amen. And because of warfare, it's so like intense. It's like. There's no way you can survive this without God. Uh, yeah. So like, I want to tell like young people, because I have friends all the time. I had a friend one time. She was like, I don't want to get married. I don't like, I don't even want to do this. I want to live. And now she's seeing me. She's like, I want to get married now. Because like, <laughs> she's like, she's in the world. So I still have, even though I'm saved, even though me and Jamel are saved, we have, um, friends that are you know not saved yet but what I noticed is that just us being ourselves we're ministering to them like I don't try to throw it down their throat god this god that yeah. like even when they and they're saying you know Chase I'm going through this and that you know I'll I'll add god in it a little bit but I, I don't try to throw it down their throat and sometimes it surprises me because That's sometimes good. my friends they back to me and they'll talk about God. They're like, well, you know, I, I prayed about this. And I remember one time, you know, my friend told me, she's like, you know what I noticed about you, Tracy? She said, I noticed a certain glow about you ever since you got married. Amen. It's like, it's this, God's light. It's like yeah. yeah, like, it's just like the glory of God is just shining on you. And I was like, thank you, God. Amen. Sometimes I do want to add God in our conversations, but God's like, nope. Don't do that. Good. You're going to run them away. Good. And that's obedience. That's, that's, that's good. Yeah. Because you're hearing, you're hearing the spirit talk to you and that's powerful, right? Because it's true because in the world we live in now, God's like, I can't minister to my people the way I used to. So I need to raise up right. new warriors who can minister to these young people in, in the way they understand. Yeah. Cause it's right. I mean, we live in different times. Yeah. So yeah, we, we live, yeah, I know. Um, we live in different times, and and it's how do we get, you know, more people to the church yeah. when in a world where more people are leaving the church yeah. and leaving God and not claiming Him, you know, it's the same thing with this. You know, yeah, we. I think our ultimate goal was to put God in in this first. Yep. you know, and. Yes, we've done different things and we'll, but I think ultimately it's that motivation and yep. not forcing that God aspect, Correct. you know, like you, you have to go to church. You have to do yep. this. We were not forcing it down anybody's throat because that's not our intention and goal at all. Yep. You know, I, we're trying to lead by an example yeah, and, and letting I, people know we're real, right? Like, yeah. 
I mean, at the end of the day, we're flawed, right? Yeah, we're so all we flawed. Make, we all we have make problems. Mistakes. <laughs> we make mistakes. And exactly. so we don't want to, I think that that was an, uh, also another thing, like with my my mom growing up in the church, right? Growing up Pentecostal as a preacher's kid. You know, it's this facade of perfection yeah. that's not real. Right. And mm-hmm. it's, it's funny because it's, you hear the comments, right, from the people from that church or, you know, from how they were raised. There's just, oh, but you're doing this. You're not yeah. supposed to do that if you're in the church or you're doing. And it's like at the end of the day, God is working on me on a different time, on a different exactly. schedule than you, you know, and he hasn't he hasn't rebuked that in my heart. Like, exactly. He, the spirit is not that's not the main goal. So mm-hmm. it's hard because then it's like you have this different like Like, generation that thinks that if it's not perfect but then that's where a lot of things how does it fall through the cracks exactly right like i want to know um so you being so young and you said your friends now they're seeing stuff right how about your family like how did they react when you yeah like when you were like so talking to this guy he lives you know in georgia and we're getting married (laughs) how did they respond right they were like so confused. They didn't. They didn't understand. Um, thankfully, they now like un- like they respected. Even though they probably they wouldn't have agreed because like my mom was like, "Well, you're supposed to date for two years and and then graduate and then get married." I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Path is different. So, um. I think just them seeing like us doing it different, but we're still here. Like our marriage is still thriving. It's like they learn acceptance because they're like, "Wow, God is really moving, evolving, and, and changing in people in so many different ways." Like my story is different from my mother's story, and I'm thinking mm-hmm. like now I know my mom is like, it's like expanding her mindset. Wow. She had like this fixed mindset, but now like her daughter that changed her face that grew to be this woman of God but you know she was just in her room crying and depressed like now God is moving in her marriage and moving her life you know I gotta expand my mindset I gotta expand my brain to accept more things so I think our marriage allowed my family to accept different ways that God can work through people wow that's beautiful that's beautiful I mean that's that's it's key what you just said right like your mom seeing you go through this phase, mm-hmm. that's how God touched her heart, right? Yeah. To be like, look, like, I got your daughter. She's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and I right. that's the peace that your mom felt in her heart of, mm-hmm. you know what? She's good. You know, look at her yeah. grow. Like, she's, she's going down a path, not the path that maybe your mom and her flesh wanted for you, right? But she's right. seeing that you're doing the path that God's calling you to do. You know, so mm-hmm. as a mom, right, especially she's she's a prayer warrior, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. <laughs> she probably had her moment where she was like, God, thank you. Like, you know, she prayed because she wants, right, as a mom, I'm a mom of three, right? So mm-hmm. I pray constantly for my kids, like when I see them struggling, because as a mom, it's hard to see your kids struggle mm-hmm. and feel helpless, yeah. right? But right. when you see your kid excel and in a place that you prayed about maybe five years ago, right? Right. And see it come to fruition, you're like, whoa, God, thank you. And that's where it's like, it's not our timing, it's God's timing. 
Yep. You know, <laughs> it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. Like I, I love everything about this. I really do. I mean, this is, again, this is like, I hope our listeners are hearing to your story and I hope that they're realizing mm-hmm. that, yeah, everybody's story is different. Everybody's past different. And it's just, you, you said you're 20 years young. 20, 21. 21 years 21. young. Like and that is, you have, obviously, yes, that glow that your friends do um, say that you have, you mm-hmm. have it, you know? And it's not lighting. It's not, you can tell with her smile and her eyes. It's genuine. It's genuine. Yeah. Um, you have this glow and you have this um, sense of maturity yes. and awareness and it's it's beautiful yeah I and, think and, and you're you're a beautiful soul yeah right? you really are yeah. you really are like i think we're gonna be friends after this episode okay <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no like honestly like it's a beautiful thing because you really are doing the work of god like you know and it's it's not just you but you and your husband and like your stories that you post like you know um definitely guys we're gonna have her share her instagram so that you guys can follow her because your post and your stories, it's always to empower, you know, and it's always mm-hmm. to to tell people like, you know, what God has for them. Because sometimes people right. are, are, you know, let's be honest, in a world that we live in, people say, I'll, I'll read a Bible verse or a word and I'm good for the day. Not realizing that it right. takes more time, right? Like you have mm-hmm. to read in order for God to speak to you. Because we have to give them that time. Yes, we do. And and in a world that everything is go, go, go fast or let's, you know, how can you entertain me in 30 seconds? And then you realize two hours later, you've been scrolling, you know, Um, and it's and it's it's bad because we're idolizing. But that's why I like what she does, because she's like, if you're going to scroll, then you're going to see my face and I'm going to preach to you and you don't even know I'm going to preach to you. So tell tell us real quick about that. Um, You know, tell us a little bit about that. How what made you do that? What made you get into that? And so my husband, he was doing it way before me. He had when I met him, he had like 80,000 followers on TikTok. Right. So, um, every, like, even when we were dating, I was like, you know, I don't like, that's your thing. You, you can do that. Like I'll be the wife, I'll support you. I was like, I just can't put a camera in front of my face and like talk to people. I don't know why, but I always like struggled with talking to people and trying to encourage them. Like, you know, I was always, I always said like, I'm my biggest critic. So I was like, I just can't see myself putting a camera in front of my face. And God was like, yeah, we're changing that. Amen. And, you know, I, and um, God was like, put a camera in your face. Do this. So he allowed my husband to help me. Because um, I was like, okay, so how do I talk about God? I don't, like, I don't really know much right now. He's like, okay, well, read your words. So it was discipline. So I listened to your podcast um, last last episode you guys were like what is your word so my word will always be like discipline so i had Mm. like so okay i'm gonna read the word okay for like 20 minutes 30 minutes i don't know if it's just me but every time i used to read the word i would go to sleep (laughs) hey i've been there me too i think we've always been (laughs) transparent because we wait till the night time and then god's like uh hello that's the time you got for me yeah no and then we're reading it as we're laying down like this like okay i'll scroll before i go to bed but i'm scrolling the word and then i'm like out yeah okay good we're not the only ones 
So I can tell you how many times I literally went to sleep and God was like, all right, we're going to change this. Now you're going to read it in the morning. Good. So the morning and I would begin to gain wisdom and then I would pray and then I would get revelation from God. Mm. So as more and more I got, I was recording, I got more comfortable talking and telling people about God because I had a relationship with yes. him. So See, when you have a relationship. That's key. I want you to, yep, exactly. I want you to emphasize that part because it's a relationship. You are 100% correct. So oh, go ahead, continue. I didn't mean to cut you off. It was just, that was like, it hit here, it hit the heart, you know? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> right. And um, so when you have a relationship with someone and like, and you guys actually, okay, tell me about your husband. I can tell you a million things because I have a relationship with him. And that is the same thing for God. When you have a relationship with him, it would just come easy to, to talk about him because you, you sit in your secret place, you're praying, you're not only talking to him, but he's talking to you, you know, like prayer, it's a dialogue. I think a lot of people, they go into prayer and they just ask God for whatever they want. But, you know, we got to ask God, okay, what do you want out of me? How do I change my, mold me into the woman of God that yes. you want me Ooh, and, my hair uh, stood up again. Oh, amen. Go ahead. <laughs> about prayer, I think the reason why a lot of young people can't will feel like they can't really connect sometimes to certain preachers because a lot of you know pastors and preachers they have like a business relationship with God, so they will only go to God to okay, what do you want me to say or how do I encourage your people? But sometimes you know. Just us believers, we don't really go to God to really just get to know Him and be intimate with Him. Yes. And that's what I want to encourage some people. I just, people in general, be intimate with the Lord. Just pray and fast just because He's just God. You know, thank Him just for being our Father, not because you want things out of Him. Amen. So as you said that, right, guys, we're going to end up making this a two part series because as she spoke and she said she wanted to encourage young people, um, we're actually going to make that our second part series. Uh, the second episode, we're going to discuss that, right? I, we're going to talk to you about um, encouraging the youth. Uh, we're going to touch base on, you know, the struggles as you being 21 and the world that we live right. in and the struggles that the enemy is trying to pull you in one way and God's calling you to another thing because that's a real thing. Um, but yeah, this 30 minutes flew by, right? <laughs> yeah, sure did. So guys, um, come back next yes, week. Yes, make sure to put the podcast as your priority to listen after you read the word. And <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then, you know, follow up with us, guys. Like, comment, subscribe, and uh, please follow Tracy. Tracy, go ahead and say your Instagram page. Um, it's Tracy Fly. Love you guys. <laughs> All right. Bye.